Well, we are here at uh, Woodlands. I've um, been doing some yearling video parades, but Andrew Grierson joins me firstly. Hello, mate. Yeah, hi. How are you, Paul? You're good? Very, very well. We've had an early start today, but for, uh, we'll just quickly touch on the yearlings. You've got um, good draft of yearlings again this year. I've been fortunate enough to see the videos of them. Yeah. You must be wrapped if how they're, they're all coming along. Yeah, look, we've had, um, yeah, they've done really well. We've, we're meant to be having a drought now, and we haven't. We've had rain when we needed it, and the horses are really doing well. It's been a good season for growing a horse, that's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I've been very lucky. I've been able to see a lot of yearlings this year. It's going to be a very exciting sale for NZB um, going forward. The main reason I came, I was like, well, not the main reason, but one of the reasons when I found out I was coming and to see that the boys were here, to be able to see the king, if you like, um, better's delight in the, in the flesh. Firstly, thank you uh, for allowing me that today. I was fortunate enough to be able to be in there and watch you guys cover with him, and I'll probably have that footage going up over the top of us now. But um, what a legacy this horse is going to leave for the breeding industry here in Australia and New Zealand. Yeah, we can see it now. I mean, he's 25 and he's done a super job, still doing a great job on the track, obviously, all around the world. I think he's third on the two-year-old list in America, which is unheard of for a 25-year-old. And he's, he's, he's very well. Um, his semen's been great. He's got a good attitude. You'll see that in the video. He's, um, he's certainly, you know, as they say, you know, age is only a number, and he's certainly like that. He hasn't changed in his semen for the last five years. Um, but, as you know, 25 is 25, and so, you know, <laughs> it's, it's not easy uh, long-term. But we haven't seen him have any health issues at all, and we monitor him pretty well. well go, start, just stay with the collection, because... Yeah. Some stands, and I've seen thoroughbreds, I've seen, been to a lot of studs and watched a lot of it um, happen at various places. They can get sour to it, you know, coming up to 20 years of age. You hear a lot of people saying around that 18, 19, 20 mark it can be. He just walked in today, and there's no editing in this, he just walked in, you guys said, am I ready? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm ready. And it's just amazing, just walks in, gets the job done. Have you seen a stay-in sort of like him? Like, you've covered a lot of stay-ins and seen a lot of stay-ins over the journey. Have you seen anyone like him, just so professional about the job? Yeah, look, he's always been a great sire in the breeding shed. Um, I think he's had one time this year when he's had two jumps to um, ejaculate. He normally is one jump horse, um, and, and he's always been great in the breeding shed like that. He's, he's very professional. It's a bit like everything he does. It's just at another level. Um, do I know about him? This is the first horse I've ever collected at 25, I tip you. But yeah. <laughs> so. Well, I mean, and, that, and that's, that's testament yeah. to him, and, and that's probably part of his... Re do, do you think that's why because of his attitude and, and we say about horses will leave a stamp if you like in, in what they do, he leaves this stamp of horses with great attitudes. Do you think that's like his greatest attribute? There's his, his yeah. attitude? Look, there's, there's two things that stand out for him, for me anyway, is that the horses that he leaves, um, he's, he leaves great um, soundness in horses. You see horses, even yeah. when they're sometimes injured for whatever reason, they'll come back again. Yeah. And um, so he just they just keep on running. And you, you see some horses which are still going around, which we've sold in New Zealand up to up to America that just kept on going, a bit of a legend and horses like that. And, and just that's one legacy of him. So he leaves a very sound horse. And uh, the other thing too is that Although he's playful and nips and carries on, he's he's not a nasty horse. He's a very kind horse, really. Every time, if he has a cover that loses a strap or something like that, he's just waiting for you to come and help him. He's not he's not silly about anything. And so, I think that's the attitude that that he leaves are the two biggest attributes I can see. Obviously, they can run, but you know those yeah. longevity and attitude and are willing to be there. You're proud of what he's become. Uh, like it probably sounds silly, but yourself and Charlie 
when you were negotiating and trying to get him the, the, you know, to, to Woodlands, um, I'm sure you would have had dreams of what he you know, might be able to do for you. But what he it would have far exceeded. So you know, I would imagine he was pretty proud of the what he's been able to achieve. Yeah, look at the time in the stud when that happened. We we'd been standing in the pocket, and he was coming to the woods the end of the end of the career, and we had to deal always with um, the American owners, and they weren't the easiest people to deal with. And um, Charlie said to me that you know we need to be actually the master of our own destiny. And so I went up and had a series of horses to look at and he was one of them and that was the one I wanted to come back with and uh, the rest is history. Yeah, so it, it, is, it was a change for the whole stud, obviously, and the legacy will carry on. We've got a lot of his mares, as you can see, yeah. and, and the pedigrees. A lot of our pedigrees have done really well, obviously, with him being present, and also the other horses as well. And, you know, don't forget American Ideal, who's you know about three years younger than him, who's also done an ex ex exceptional job. But um, it's very hard to use better slide as a yardstick for any side, <laughs> to be honest with you. Well, yeah. he is, because... We believe, like, um, he side more Group 1 winners than any sire um, in the world. Uh, what do you say? He's over $60, $600 million, I think, in stakes. Yeah. And he, if he's not over it, he's, he's definitely around that mark. Like, these are figures that are astronomical in standard bread terms, but this is talking gallopers as well. I mean, this is... He, he is... You know, the benchmark, if you like, for all stallions, if you like, in the racing code. Yeah, look, I think that the best shuttle thoroughbred in my time was probably Dane Hall, um, and... He, he certainly exceeds him in uh, stakes money by quite a quite a considerable amount, and and of course the thoroughbreds say well that argue that he has a lot more foals and, and yes he does but um, you know they do breed quite large numbers as well in the, in the thoroughbreds as you know so it's not that different but it's but it's certainly um, he's been exceptional and, and I think that's part of that is that longevity as well and in the number of horses that go out you know he doesn't have very many duds in his colts and things like that no. I mean every every sire can't leave a horse that wins a race, uh, every horse, but you know, he's, his statistics are very high. Um, they say that. The flip side of that is they race for astronomically more money than what we do, especially some of these big races, and um, you know, he's, he's still been able to put his, with the prize money part of it, so it's just phenomenal. I'm not going to ask you if he comes back or not, but at the, like, I don't want you to commit to whether he's going to come back or not, but um, as far as from a veterinary point of view and a person that's been around this horse for such a long period of time, like nothing's really changed with him as far as age it's not catching up with him just yet no it has a look and we've, we've always said that we'd always let the horse do as um the talking to us about him and we do blood tests on him he's 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 monitored he's on a on an exercise program he's also a horse that can get over fat if you didn't know what you're doing because he's he likes eating and uh so he's on on a on a right. sustained ration um and yeah, so we'll just wait and see. Um, you know, obviously we'll have that conversation again with American owners and and just see where we're at with that. And you know, who knows? It, it, it's it's quite possible he could, he couldn't. I've I've always said that if he had a country to retire in, you know, Auckland would be in our environment where it's not too hot and not too cold. Um, we'd we'd just love to just let him see out his life and. Yep. In, in our place um, because I think that would be the best place for him to live um, long term when he had finished and uh, I hope that that possibly is a possibility who knows. And it is something that you've done yeah. before and done with even sayings that haven't even been yours. Um, yeah, um, so right. I think is it Beach Tail? Is that the... Yeah, Beach Tail we, 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 
we had we saw him for two years. He was in Australia, and then um, he he had finished, and we we flew him back ourselves. And he stood at the farm, and uh, until he finally um, died at about 22, I think, from memory. Um, and we've got um, uh, we got another horse too. I'm trying to think. Um, what it is another leading sire that that stayed with us right at the very start, which died down here. That that's yep. buried on the farm as well. Yeah, yeah. I, got, I got beach sales to him, son, because yeah. it's underneath the main building. BG's bunny. BG's bunny, of course. Yes, yeah. yeah. So he's the other one as well. Yeah. Um, mate, I think yeah, personally, I think thank you one for allowing me this morning um, to go in there. I got you know I would have had some of the semen, um, how fertile he is, and everything like that. But I just I was wrapped. I was hoping to maybe get a photo or two, which I have got. But um, to actually see him in in the flesh, it's uh, pretty cool um, and it's great. And a lot of Australians don't get to see that. Um, well, haven't been able to see it, so I think it's something good. And I, yeah. you know, hopefully people learn to. See Celebrate him. I, you know, there's a lot of people out there try to slow him down, says he can't sire as many winners and things like that. I think we need to celebrate this horse and realise exactly what we've got. This industry. I think sometimes we struggle to celebrate our champions, and he is a true champion of our industry. That's for yeah, sure. Without a doubt. Yeah. No. We've we've been very pr privileged to have the opportunity to stand him and be part of his ownership, and yeah, that's been great yeah. for us. Just quickly on the other boys, you said there before about American Ideal uh, horse. I do see a lot of um, at Lower Long Farm standing in conjunction with you guys, just doing an awesome job. For on the two-year-old size list last year in Australia. Um, you know, for some reason he flies under this radar. I don't know why. He gets aged winners. He's got sires. He's got mares. He gets two-year-olds. He gets young fillies. He, he can do everything American ideal. Yeah, look, and, and he's a sire, obviously, of copy that horse of the year in yeah, New Zealand. And too. yeah, and and he's left a few millionaires that are down under, which have been pretty good horses. And yep. and uh, yeah, he's he's we love him. He's a, he's. Always a great natured horse. He's got a very good pedigree. He'll be a good broodmare sire long term. All those, all those things stick the box, and he's and he's still leaving, as you say, winners and being competitive in this part of the world, as also in America as well. He's still up in the top ten the whole time. Lather ups. You guys got two here in the sale. There's quite a few in Australia going to be hitting the thing. They'll also be hitting the ground this year. Are you excited about that? Some good feedback from a lot of good trainers. That's for sure. Yeah, look, and he's done a pretty fair job um, for the the pedigrees that he got in North America. America. So yes, yeah. I think, he, and and he's a genuine speed horse, and you know a lot of people will say down here that's what's lacking in our horses, and uh, you know, and so that's that's something that uh, we're looking forward to seeing how his offspring go. And he's he's a very attractive horse, and and the yearlings that I've seen and horses I've seen around have been attractive horses. So he's hoping he'll make the job. What the hell continues to do a great job leading three-year-old trotting sire uh, this year. Uh, Love me too. Won the Derby, Northern Derby up here. Um, you must be wrapped with the job that he's doing for you. Um, and some of the yearlings that I've been fortunate enough to see at some of the bigger farms too. They're, they're real striking types. Great walking horses. Yeah, look, he's a he's a very nice conformed horse himself and he leaves a quality yearling and he's doing it on the track we can say he can't do any more for us than what he's doing at the moment and uh, yeah it's 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 very difficult isn't it when you've when you look at that whole trotting industry down here you've got you've almost got more size than you have mares. It's, it's, I say that jokingly, but you know, it, there's so many choices out there with frozen, and and to a lesser extent chilled. And you know, he's he's fresh down here, which is good. Um, and yeah, he's we're very happy with what he's done so far. And his sire Muscle Hill, the job that he's done, like most of the sires that are by him, come down here and they work. And I think that's a a, a great legacy with him. Uh, we'll stay with the trotters too, though. Speeding spur. 
couple of little rumours, a few of them starting to uh, step up to the plate. A few people might be inquiring about him next year. Yeah, look, he, he's, he's a horse who, you know, he's the most successful, I've been told, the most successful Southern Hemisphere entire of all time down here in stakes money. He won nine group ones, he won a group one in America, he won 152 and change. And, and so he's, he ticks all the boxes, but um, it's always a bit harder with a colonial bred horse to yep. get him going, and, and he's been the same, so he's lacked for numbers. But he leaves a really nice type, and we've got a couple of people around who have said, Jesus, these things go right. And uh, so let's wait and see. I think he's he's going to suffer from numbers, but if he ends out having one or two nice horses out of a very small crop, all of a sudden people are going to say, hey, I better give him a chance. I mean, he's nine group one winner. You know, like it's, it's not like he couldn't run. He was a great horse. He's a very shrewd trainer down the South Island. Uh, had a good horse, very, very good horse actually a while ago. He wouldn't tell me, but he, he quite likes me. He just wouldn't tell me which ones they were, but he, he's a bit of a rap for him. Uh, down by the seaside, and we'll get to Sweet Lou in a sec, but these the younger boys, if you like, on the roster, especially here on the North Island, firstly seaside, I've seen some cracking horses, great walking horses getting ready for this sale this year. Um, he's doing the, doing the job with two-year-olds and three-year-olds. They're only going to get bigger and better he's getting bigger numbers starting to come into those ranks as well now yeah he's got two bigger crops coming up yeah i mean he lacked for numbers at the start and he's still done a good job and he's and um he leaves horses that get up and go and we don't call him rocky for nothing as a nickname in the in, in the start he put to look at he, he puts real muscle into horses and great back ends and um i think he'll do he'll do a really good job here and obviously that you know betters some beach Cross has been so successful down here, and uh, yeah, he's he did a, a very good job as a racehorse, and um, he's done a very good job in North America as a, as a sire as well. And he's very comparable to what Captain Treacherous has done at the same time as in his career. So, yeah, if he goes as well as him, I'll be very happy. Yeah, no, absolutely. And then the last, and I'll leave him the last uh, for no real reason other than this conversation could go for a long time. It won't, but Sweet Lou, uh, rapt to see him here today. He's a, a majestic looking animal, but what a job he's doing. What a job, season he had last year in North America, especially, but even still down here, down um, with the horses, he's got good open class horses, real good open class horses, right through to two-year-olds to just get up and run. And um, yeah, he's a, he is a game changer. He uh, fits just about every breed because he's got that great outcross. There's so many ticks to like about Sweet Lou. And then he throws this bloody bling all over him and it makes him even more attractive. Yeah, look, I mean, we're hoping that he's you know, going to be the, the horse that carries on, him and Seaside carries on with our our stud and where we want to be in the in the stud game. And yep. um, yeah, so yeah, we'd be very pleased with what he's done. He's just, he's, and as you say, he's just such a cool horse to work with, and uh, and good natured. And you know, he, he's a horse that had longevity. He raced for his two-year-old of the year, and he was five-year-old of the year. So he was a horse that just had that um, soundness that uh, he's hopefully putting into his horses as well and it looks like he is so um, yeah he's doing a great job for us. Uh, he is indeed and those couple of horses in North America are uh, both been out of rock and roll dance ones and I think we need to uh, emphasise that a little bit for a few people because there are quite a few rock and roll dance fillies around and people might not be aware of it but both Confederate and um, uh, uh, Cannibal are yeah. both out of rock and roll dance mares and uh, I think that's yeah. you know pretty important for people down here to be aware that there is a, a cross that works and it, it works exceptionally well there in North America. Yeah, no, I think he's got a good horse up there with Rock and Roll Hanover, you know, the sire of that as well. So, yeah, that, that sideline seems to have worked well, but, um, yeah, we'll see. I mean, he, as you, you know, he's going to be sort of an outcross with being yep. by Sweet Lou anyway. So, yeah, that with those those horses, uh, you know, whether, whether one or more come down to, 
is uh, this part of the world, who knows? But yeah, he's a sign of size. Possibly. I could I could ask that question if how they are coming down. I'm not going to ask that. I don't. I'm not worried about trying to be the first or the best. Yeah. Uh, can I just say thank you very much for the commitment from Woodland Stud for what you guys do with me. I think it's um, outstanding. You've always been there from the tra Talking Trotters show with What the Hill, but also just continued sponsorship and even Husey back there. Just support. Sometimes I will ask a question, he always gets back to me. Paul and Mary, all the staff, um, everyone treats me like family. It doesn't matter if I'm here or there. It doesn't matter. So I must say thank you guys for what you do for me. Um, and I really appreciate it. And I look forward to covering these yearlings a little bit more in depth um, with the yearling sales coming up. Yeah, look, it's a pleasure to work with you, Paul. It's been great. So thank you. Thank you very much, mate. Okay.